Hello, welcome to Academic Success Strategies. Thank you to End Results and Country Inn and Suites at, by Radisson for providing this venue so professionals like me and others can reach out to people to share information that we hope you will find helpful. I'm Carol Wood, the founder and owner of Total Learning Concepts, uh, which is a tutorial and test preparation center in accredited non-traditional private school located in Lilburn. Uh, this year, 2023, marks 44 years uh, that I've worked with students. Today's goal is to introduce this podcast series to you, the listener, and to subsequently learn what topics you're most interested in hearing, which will be presented in future podcasts. Each podcast, I'll present a topic that provides strategies for academic success. And today's topic is entitled, This Summer, Start School Sharp. So most of you may be thinking, uh, in the last week or two, woohoo, school's out for the summer, so learning can stop. Right? Wrong. The summertime provides the best opportunity students have to enrich, enrich their academic skills if they desire to get ahead before school begins and or they need to catch up in skills if they ended the school year below average in any particular academic area. During the summer, because schools ended and teachers are not moving through additional curriculum, students have an incredible opportunity to gain ground in their academics. Whereas during the school year, if students fall behind, they must catch up with what they've missed in school. Uh, and at the same time, they have to keep up uh, with what's going on in the classroom. Uh, so it's important when a student falls behind that they catch up with anything that's been missed um, in the classes that they they have been absent from and make sure that on a day-to-day -day basis that they're staying current with all of their coursework but this is difficult it's hard to catch up and keep up at the same time and it can be very stressful uh, not just stressful for students but as parents watching our students and knowing that we can't go into the classroom and do the work for them or take the test for them it can sometimes even stress us out as parents so what I would encourage parents um, to do is to give the students in your family the opportunity to do what they cannot do easily during the, during the school year, which is to catch up during the summer or move ahead in their academics and also solve any study skill weaknesses. So first, what can you do to get started for summer learning? Well, the first thing I would say is locate your child's recent school standardized test scores and also pull the report cards from the first and second semesters and look to determine if there's any areas that they're performing below, on, or above average as compared to his or her school grade level. So for example, if your student was just in the fifth grade and just finished the fifth grade, currently your student would be considered a sixth grade or zero month or a 6.0, that would be the GE. Um, and you'll see that located likely on test scores. Um, any areas in which the student scored below the 50th percentile, uh, which is below their grade and month level in school, when the tests were administered, and that's important, you want to look to see what date, what month um, those tests were administered to determine at that point in time what was the grade equivalency, and see if that score is um, at that 50th percentile. So these are areas in which the student uh, was performing below average at that time. So if your student scored above the 50th percentile or above his or her grade level, your student's performing above average. So summer tutorial work could entail enrichment material to maintain skills or further build on the student's strengths in preparation for the next school year. 
So by examining your child's most recent test scores and determining which areas are below, on, or above average, you will then know which academic areas to build upon so your student can start school sharp. Next, seek an educational resource for your child. Uh, and you want to look for resources that has a track record of success should you decide to teach your student on your own at home. Uh, you will want to purchase the appropriate levels of materials and obviously purchase materials that are indicative of the areas that need to be worked on and teach your child in an established or on an established consistent basis. Uh, I would suggest being on the same days and time each week. It may be Monday, Wednesday, Friday, perhaps it's 10 to 11 a.m., but you'll work out a schedule uh, that's consistent and your student begins to understand that those, those hours during the week are devoted to academics at home. The workbooks that you may find, um, and I know some people would prefer to use a computer, but um, I'm a little old-fashioned, but I would suggest that you find materials that the student can touch and see, smell them, they can feel them, it's just something to, um, you know, go back to the way they, uh, well, you and I are probably accustomed to learning, but uh, with having books and materials, it employs the tactical part of learning, uh, tactile methods, so your student has a pencil or a pen and they're writing and they've got paper and so we recommend that and get them off the computer. They do enough digital um, recreational work and academic work during the school year. Um, in the resources that you find, the workbooks you may find, and you can find them, they just, they're still for sale in different places, especially school resource centers. Um, watch your student for not doing the fun pages first, because most students want to skip around a book and find the ones that look most entertaining. But it's important to recognize that the material in these educational workbooks, um, they are placed there in sequential order. So the material in pages one, two, three, four is going to be basic to, you know, page 23, 24, 25. So be sure to go in sequential order. Do not allow your student to jump around in the book. Um, selecting a good study place for your students is important. And make sure that study spot is equipped with everything they need, their learning supplies and tools. And it's actually important for every student in your family to have their own place to study and their own supplies. They'll take ownership of that. Now, if you don't feel qualified or you don't have a necessary, or you may not have the necessary patience or maybe it's the um, skill level you're not comfortable with of your own to work with your child, then I would suggest you seek a professional teacher, someone who's a professional teacher, tutor, tutorial center uh, to work with your student and teach your student before the school year begins again. Now, um, one thing to consider, and it's often left out, and it's study skills. So I want to just briefly mention a few things about study skills and the importance of that. So if your student's caught up academically, you don't see any remedial areas that need to be addressed, um, subject matters, you know, in good shape. Um, if you had any indicators that your student's study skills weren't ideal, then the summer, once again, is a great time to get your student's study skills uh, in place. Uh, now, a couple of things about study skills. I'm going to refer to study skills as study orientation. So when I say study orientation, just remember I'm talking about overall study skills. Study orientation is comprised of two components, study habits and a student's study attitudes, because how they work is different from the way they feel. Study habits can be broken down into a student's work methods and delay avoidance. Study attitudes consist um, both uh, teacher approval and also educational acceptance. 
So warp methods are a student's use of effective study procedures, such as the efficiency of doing academic assignments, methods to study, of study use, such as techniques and strategies to take notes, listen, memorize information, and take tests, just to name a few. Delay avoidance is a student's promptness in completing academic assignments, the student's lack of procrastination, and freedom from wasteful delay. Um, and distractions such as working and studying every day versus just the night before a test or the day before an assignment is due. Teacher approvals a student's opinion of the teacher in the classroom and how that teacher behaves or conducts him or herself and that teacher's teaching methods such as acclimating to and accepting the teacher's style of instruction, the teacher's personality. Educational acceptance is the student's approval of the teaching objectives, the practices, and the requirements, such as accepting and abiding by school policies and procedures, whether the student agrees with them or not. So in order for a student to have optimum study orientation, all of these areas are to be properly executed by the student. To further describe, and lastly, to describe the importance of good study orientation, what's necessary to enable students to reach their potential academically, I often refer to the three legs of a tripod. One leg of the tripod represents previously taught academic concepts. Another leg represents current coursework. Most people think of that. We as parents always think about those two things. But the third leg of the tripod represents good story, study orientation. Regarding the first leg or previously taught academic concepts, in order for students to be successful on today's course material, they must master the material presented in school during earlier months or school years so a solid foundations formed. Regarding the second leg of the tripod or current school material, students must stay current with their school coursework in order to further strengthen their academic foundation and also to stay current with their school coursework in order to um, you know, earn a good GPA and to lay that groundwork uh, for college acceptance later or some kind of post-secondary education they may pursue. Lastly, that third leg of the tripod, that's your study skills or the study orientation. This leg is often the one students and parents neglect or they forget about, and they shouldn't, because students have, who have good study orientation they're able to stay current with their course material, learn more in less time, improve their retention of material, perform better on tests, improve their grades, and broaden their base of knowledge. So additionally, all three legs of the tripod will be in place so it won't topple over like it would with only two legs in place, rather the student's able to stand on his own. This analogy is representative of students who are caught up on previously taught material, proficient with current course material, and they have solid study orientation, so it's likely they will begin uh, to be able to work successfully and independently on their academics and reach their maximum potential. If any of these three legs are neglected or any of these three areas are neglected, it's probable that the student will find themselves not reaching their potential and or requiring assistance from a tutor after school uh, hours, summer, whenever, uh, or others year after year to make it through their coursework. Uh, so if you want to change your student's academic situation, then assess, repair, and maintain all three areas mentioned to enable your student to reach his or her full potential. So in conclusion, I'd just like to say uh, thanks for listening to this podcast. And if um, there's any topics you would like to hear in the future, I welcome your feedback. Um, you can email me any suggestions or um, even questions 
Uh, I've often received emails and phone calls from individuals just inquiring with the situation they want to see what we might recommend. So feel free to contact me. My email address is carol, C-A-R-O-L, at totallearningconcepts.com. And I'm happy to receive your correspondence, and I will definitely be back with you. And uh, also, we'll likely include those in the next podcast. Thank you. Have a great day.